0: Hey everybody, welcome to Drive Through View 477. Today we're gonna to take a look at Orphan Black, the card game. Now, as you can see, this is based on the TV show, Orphan Black, which I enjoyed for a season, and then stopped enjoying it about midway through second season. The premise of the TV show is there is a character, or multiple characters, played by the actress Tatiana Maslany, I probably screwed up the pronunciation, but she actually plays several clones of herself in the show and it starts off very mysterious you're not really sure what's going on and then you kind of figure out that there's these different sort of factions or or groups that are involved with the cloning against the cloning all kinds of stuff like that and so what players are doing in the game is trying to influence and win over various versions of of, of Tatiana here and and get them to align with their particular faction you're dealt a roll card that says you belong to the black faction or whatever and then you're trying to sort of manipulate through card play to get the different clones over to your side but not be too obvious about it because you don't want anybody to call you out at the end of the game and say oh you definitely belong to this faction you're obvious because you're going to give them a bunch of points possibly So let's take a look at the mechanics, and I'll tell you what I think of it. Okay, so here's all the cards and components that you get in the game. Each player is going to get a player board, and it's going to come with a little color and symbol. That's just going to show who they are. So, for example, they're going to get uh, this little marker here, and it's going to keep track of their score. And they're also going to get an acquisition deck here. And you're going to use this during the course of the game to accuse players of belonging to different factions you are a neolutionist or in the black or a prolethean and so before the game even begins you're going to shuffle these up here and as the rule books explains we're going to take some cards out and stuff depending on the number of players shuffle these up and then deal one of these face down to each player and you're going to see so if i was dealt this card i would be a neolutionist and i would be specifically targeting these three clones rachel Allison and Crystal. Whereas, maybe I give this to Billy, he's a Prolethian. He wants Helena, Cosima, and Beth to be on his side. He wants them to be Prolethians, whereas I want uh, these three ladies here to be Neolutionists. So you're going to be dealt those individually and secretively. You're going to get your Accusation deck here, and then you're going to start seating the board here. You can see we have a card here for each of the different factions set out in kind of a triangle. And then equal to the number of players, you're going to deal clones off of this deck here. So we've got Helena. We can see she starts as a Prolethean, so she's going to go here. And then we're going to then, if I'm the start player, I'm going to draw two cards off of this main draw deck here. And then we're going to take and look at them, and we're going to put one card face up and one card face down to the left and right, of this particular character here. So we're gonna set those like so. And then we're gonna do another one. Then the next player to the left of me will draw the next one, we'll get Cosmic here. She will become a Neolutionist. And then they're gonna take a look at two cards and put one face up and one face down. Maybe they'll do this one face down, this one face up. And then we'll do that so on and so forth until we have uh, clones out here equal to the number of players. Then players will also have a hand themselves of three of these cards and as you can see these cards are going to be different things It's going to be their number one two and three or they may actually be a character like art here now the characters have a little ability you can use for or you can also use them kind of as a zero in terms of the influence so Cosmo here's got three influence and then we can't see that except for the one of us and they've got zero on that side and then players are going to take turns uh, playing cards out here in hopes of moving these different clones to their faction or even trying to keep them with their current faction if I was Billy there before I had the prolethean card here but you can see I, I actually want Helena to stay prolethean I'll get some bonus points for that and Cosima which is starts off a Neolutionist I want her actually to move over to prolethean now through card play and playing influence cards you're going to try to manipulate that but again, you don't want to be too obvious because during the course of the game, other players can accuse you and accuse you to be a Prolethean and stuff, and they're going to possibly get points for doing so. Now, the way that a turn works is you can play one character card. For example, if I had art in my hand, I can play one character card and just do its ability. So this says, look at an accusation card. Uh, so that could, that's one of these cards here. Or it could be maybe look at some cards out here that are face down and so on. So you can play one of those for free. And then you can take and play an influence card face down to the left or right of a character so again I really want Cosma to move over here so maybe I'm playing pretty obviously and I put a card face down here in this case we know that this card is a three because I'm trying to get her to move this direction over to from the Neolutionist over to the Prolethean now the other thing to notice is when you play an influence card let's say instead we played a card here uh, next to Helena we're actually going to be able to activate the ability of the clone it says look at a card and remove it if you wish so you get to look at one influence card and then you either discard it or put it back. So any clone that you play to, left or right, you get to do their special ability, like Cosma here. If we play there, we get to look at two cards and then we can return them. So you're gonna play the influence card and then do that ability. And then you're gonna check and see if there were six cards total applied to that in, uh, that clone. So now we've got four, maybe five, and then we'll put another one, six, over here. And certain cards may reveal some of these so let's say remember these two were revealed through some different clone effects and so on and then at that point you're going to take and shuffle up all the cards that are to the right and to the left of the clone and then you're going to reveal what the numbers were so again characters when they're played as influence always kind of zero so two on this side and then we've got two three five on this side like so and then you're going to take a look at this number here So the difference has to be greater than two in this case. So we've got two to five. So the difference is three. So the difference is greater than sort of that clone strength. So, so it is. So the side that has more is gonna go in that direction of whichever has more. So she's gonna now become a member of the black. Now, if you don't beat that, then Helena's gonna stay put. And you can see here, Cosma has that's influence or strength there of one. So it doesn't take very much to move Cosmo where it takes a little bit more to move Helena. So once you do that, then you're actually gonna score points based on where they end up. So let's say she did went to the blacks. You can see there's two symbols here. So that means that the black, the faction that has sort of acquired her, she's thrown her allegiance to, is going to get two points. Now if she had stayed, she's only going to give one point to the Prolethians. and again if she had moved over to the Neolutionists, that would give them two points. So you keep track of that with these markers. There's sort of scoring markers for each of the factions, so in this case the black would get two points, and these are going to get points during the game as the different clones are resolved. tokens here that represent the players aren't used until the end game scoring and then at that point you're going to draw back up to three cards in your hand once you do resolve a clone you'll draw a new one out in this case we'll do crystal she'll go actually go out here under any prolethians that might already be there we'll do the whole thing again with whoever resolved this one we will put two cards one face up one face down and then you just go through this little deck here of clone cards once you go all the way through that have resolved every single clone in the game then you're gonna figure out who the winner was. Now there's one last thing you get to do optionally at the end of your turn, and that is to spend one or more of these accusation cards and accuse various players. So if I was playing kind of brazenly here as Billy, and you know, you know what? I know Billy is a Neolutionist, for example. So I'm gonna give him that card. I'm gonna put it face down here, and I can only accuse each player once per game. That's not in the rule book, but it is clarified on board game geek. Uh, so once i've accused billy i've accused him and so when maybe the red player comes along and then he also figures that, you know he's is an so he's going to put that one there so because he came in second you know he's not possibly going to get as many points if he's right uh, but you can place these out and you but you can target multiple players on a turn so i could accuse you know the black player on one uh one thing and then accuse the red player of another and so on so once we've resolved all the clones, we're gonna everybody's going to reveal uh, which faction uh, they belong to. So everybody's going to flip up this card and say, I belong to the black, and I belong to the black too, and so on. Now, if there's more than one player that belongs to a faction, you're actually going to cut that faction's score in half. So in this case, there were two black players. So this actually goes down to a six because we didn't know that, but we actually had two players working for them. So... You know, their score isn't quite as impressive as somebody that was all by themselves. Maybe this Neolitionist guy was all by himself. And then you'll take and you'll put your tokens on whatever faction you were there. So if the black and the purple player wore the black, they'll start with that many points. And then you're going to take a look at their special targets that they had here. So let's say the purple player, they actually captured Sarah and Cosima. They're going to get two points for each of them. So they're going to get four points total. So we'll go ahead and move that up here. Uh, whoops and they're going to move up here to seven points you're going to go total that up for everybody and then you're going to take a look here at these uh accusation cards remember i said you're going to put these face down uh, like this and go go from there so what you're going to do is actually work left to right so in this case uh we've acute well that's wrong because it's the same player but pretend this was a different player's card uh you go left or right, so you can say, oh, okay, was I a neolutionist? Let's so say yes he was. So we'll leave that there, and then whoever accused him will score three points. And then the next player would go would go and you flip that up, and you're like, oh no, you accused me of being in the black. Well no, that's not true. So I'm gonna take and just put that card there for now. And then anybody else that had another card that was maybe down the row here, they would shift up. And so the next player here would get two points because they were correct on the Neolutionist. Now, if they were wrong, let's say they put the prolethians, they would shift up, oh, that was wrong. And then these cards here, anybody that was wrongly accusing you, they're basically giving you a point. For each wrong accusation, you get a point, and then these points go to the other player who accused them. So you add all those points on top of the points you scored during the game, and also for getting your targets, and then whoever has the most points is the winner. So that is Orphan Black, and we have had a ball with this game at lunch. little bit tricky to kind of get into and get through that first play and kind of understand not really the mechanics but how it's going to kind of sort itself out at the end and kind of learn you know what are good tactics and strategies and how to kind of bluff and you know what risks you can take and so on because it is actually really interesting when it comes your turn to play those influence cards and not just be completely obvious about like, I need to move Crystal over to the black, you know, and just be like always trying to play exactly what you wanna do because you're gonna get, I think as you play the game a couple of times at least, you're going to get more points out of the accusations or at least that's gonna kind of try to make or break whether you win the game or not. And so at some point though, as you play the game along, it's gonna depend on the game, but sometimes you can kind of suss out what everybody is and everybody kind of figures out who everybody is and then you just kind of go for it in terms of the card playing trying to get those points during the game as well so it has played out differently you know in that regard uh you know in terms of where the points are but you've got to be really careful about not being very obvious because you're just going to hand a bunch of people a whole bunch of points and so on Uh, so it's got an interesting kind of way of approaching social deduction where you know kind of feels like a werewolf or a uh, resistance style of game, but with a little bit more to it, a little bit more mechanics and things to it, and a little bit more cat and mousing and you know, all that stuff. So it might be a little bit intimidating, I think, for the first play, because we did kind of struggle with it with our first play, but then we slowly got into it and figured out You know kind of the metagame of what you're supposed to do and letting that metagame kind of shift from game session to game session that's really where the game has gotten very 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 interesting Uh, you know you've got the different special abilities on these cards you've got the special abilities on the clones themselves so when you play there so you're not always just going to be playing okay i really need to keep this person or move this person to the left or right you're really playing through all of those different card abilities and so on And it's kind of an interesting theme with this style of gameplay now like i said i watched the first season of it and the show was really very interesting the first show but i mean not to review the show here but i thought the believability of some of the characters like reactions and the plot lines just got like way like convoluted um but you can imagine a show about you know this actress that plays like i don't know how many clones there's like 10 or 15 clones at this point uh you know you would get kind of crazy right but uh, the interesting thing about the show and i just kind of want to mention this because it kind of relates to the game theme is the way it was working out i haven't kept up with what the plot has been doing but some of the different variations of the clone that you think are the bad guys kind of end up being the good guys and the ones that you think are just like harmless are really the evil ones you know or and they kind of shift back and forth as well so it has some interesting kind of merit that way kind of examining the different lifestyles of the different clones and what how much they really know about themselves being clones and all this stuff and the different people they interact with uh in because they, they go through all walks of life which is a really interesting thing as well so that whole aspect of it was really neat but then when you get into like the whole like sci-fi plot of these evil shadow corporations is it got really like huh <laughs> you know just got kind of crazy but the game and that's in that sense really does kind of evoke that attitude of the show where the characters don't even know sometimes why they are believing you know one sort of faction or representative or who belongs to who so it's really mercury and cloak and daggery and it's like i don't even know who to believe or who even knows that they're lying or you know what i mean so it's like there's like amnesia and stuff in the show and it just gets convoluted that way so it really fits the game like if somebody said you want to make a game about orphan black i would be like how would you do that well i think like this (laughs) and this is how you would do that um and so you know the players aren't necessarily uh and the rules may say but when you play the game you don't necessarily feel like you are a person in the show but you could be you could be uh, you know like the the uh the president or whatever of one of these organizations or you could be another version of one of these clones as well trying to get them to come to your side but i like that there's kind of a murkiness there that kind of fits the the theme of the show as well so if you like the show itself or liked it at one point like myself i think you would really get a kick out of this um The special abilities of the cards... um, Let me just take a quick peek. I was thinking about it when I was playing it. It's been a little over a week since I played it, but... um, I think they're... Yeah, they are kind of thematic to the different characters. Like, there's a police officer. And, yeah, Paul kind of does has... He's a little bit sort of a safety net. Um, And the the Dr. Leakey. Yeah, they are a little bit thematic. So, it does kind of make sense in terms of what the special action cards. Now, the... The, the the clone abilities do make uh some more sense i mean they're pretty abstract like look at cards you know lock cards so they can't be moved but i think if you watch the show you will kind of understand like here's helena what was hers again look at a card and remove it if you wish so if you remember helena from the show i don't want to spoil the show but removing a card is kind of helena at least season one uh, i don't know what's happened after that so that should make some sense to you if you've seen the show. Uh, so yeah, I would get this if you're a big fan of the show. And I'm not really a big fan of the show. I mean, I liked it a little bit, but uh, I would definitely recommend this across the board, regardless if you've seen the show. Uh, definitely take a look at it. Thanks.